It's the Law of FOHO podcast, providing a combination of serious discussion of political, cultural, and social issues, along with witty and satirical humor, connecting listeners with the news they need to know in a fast-moving format. The son of immigrants and the new voice for conservative millennials, Robert FOHO blends his passion for conservatism with his view that America is the greatest country on earth and our last best hope. Now, here's Robert. Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire announced this past week, just a few days ago, that New Hampshire would no longer be recommending face masks be worn in indoor public spaces, including schools. This is a stunning reversal, and in doing so, they also admitted that school districts don't have the authority to require children to wear masks. I need to get into this a little bit and talk about it because <laughs> I'm getting a little mad. Greetings, folks. Welcome to the Law of Foho podcast. I am your host, Robert Foho. That's Foho with a soft J. I'm a practicing lawyer, but I'm also somewhat of a recovering lawyer turned legal and political commentator. I'm very interested, passionately interested in how these political topics intersect with the law. It's one of my passions. This is a show that is more like a classroom. We advance conservatism for you, a new generation, and we teach you that liberalism is a disease much, much worse than the coronavirus, and conservatism is the cure. I'm thrilled to be here with you today, class is in session. So let's get back to this breaking story this past week in New Hampshire. Governor Chris Sununu held a press conference with state epidemiologist Dr. Benjamin Chan, who's younger than me. And they announced that New Hampshire would no longer be recommending face masks be worn in indoor public spaces, and that includes schools. This is a stunning reversal by the Sununu administration. Uh, and in my opinion, it calls into serious question his credibility and his leadership because included in this reversal, in this announcement, the administration has now conceded that school districts never had the authority to require masks in the first place. And that involves a significant degree of hypocrisy and disingenuousness. Over the last two years, in the midst of all of these lawsuits that I've handled, challenging COVID-related measures adopted by the New Hampshire state government and local and municipal governments, as well as in Massachusetts, as well as in Florida, and now I'm participating in one in Vermont, my efforts have been labeled by fellow lawyers, but more surprisingly, judges. I have been labeled unethical, dishonest, quote, wholly inappropriate, lacking common sense, and um, 
uh, most uh, actually a few months ago, I was famously my efforts in uh, challenging school district mass mandates was famously labeled by one judge a game of quote whack a mole. In one instance, I had a judge refuse, just abjectly refuse to provide my clients with a hearing on their request for an injunction against against the school district mass mandate. And in many of these instances, judges have just completely refused to acknowledge the government's own public health data, which demonstrates that COVID was never a problem for children or, or healthy adults. Throughout all of these lawsuits, we have established time and again that school districts never had the authority, the statutory authority, to pass a broad health measure such as a mask mandate. And this legal principle is well established, not only in New Hampshire, but in Massachusetts and in many other states. There have been court decisions in other states, for example, Arkansas, Pennsylvania, New York, Illinois, that have conclusively established that government units such as school districts, such as departments of education, such as the governor's office, do not have the statutory authority to be passing broad health measures. They are not local boards of health. They are not state departments of health. They don't have the expertise, and they certainly do not have the statutory authority to do so. For nearly two years in New Hampshire, Governor Sununu did absolutely nothing to protect the health of children from the harmful effects of remote learning and face masks. His office and the New Hampshire Department of Education allowed school districts free reign to implement whatever the hell they wanted. And so these districts put into place wildly divergent policies and directives concerning in-person instruction, concerning how they handled positive COVID cases, isolation requirements, and then, of course, masking requirements. Now, after many courts have concluded that school districts lack the authority to mandate masks, his administration has done a complete 180 and abandon its recommendation that masks be worn in indoor public spaces. And what really ticked me off, what really, really ticked me off is the Department of Education in New Hampshire then put out an advisory to school districts. That's what all these agencies always do. They don't, they're too afraid to kind of, you know, dip their toes in the water. So they issue guidance and advisories because they don't want to be responsible for these policy implementations. So Department of Education puts out an advisory to school districts. It's essentially political cover, if you will, uh, telling them that, and I quote, a mask requirement may violate the district's obligation to maintain policies that meet the instructional needs of each individual student, promote a school environment that is conducive to learning and that meets the special physical health needs of students. So According to the Department of Education, presume, presumably with the governor's approval, they put out this advisory. They wouldn't put this out unless they had his blessing. The Department of Education has now conceded that a school district mask mandate not only conflicts with its obligations to all of its students, but also potentially violates the rights of students with special needs. That is remarkable. That is a remarkable 180. It's a jaw-dropping moment, if you ask me, because in many of these lawsuits that I handled over the last year, and I've sued probably 40-some school districts at this point, school districts always insisted that they had this broad, open-ended, 
seemingly infinite authority to require masks. And some of their attorneys even had the, excuse, I'm not going to say that word. They, <laughs> they had the gonads to argue that not having a mask mandate in place posed risks for students, for example, who had 504 plans. That not having a mask mandate in place posed risks for students with disabilities. Now, the very agency that oversees these school districts, the Department of Education, has expressly rejected those contentions. That is absolutely remarkable. These people clearly have no freaking clue what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. School districts never had the authority to do this crap. The New Hampshire Constitution grants no direct power to towns or cities. It grants power to the legislature, which in turn then grants power to municipalities if it wishes to through statutes. New Hampshire, like, many, like a bunch of states, follows what's called Dillon's Rule. Under that rule, municipalities like cities, towns, school districts, all of their government units, they have only those powers that are, number one, expressly granted by the state legislature, number two, necessarily implied from those expressly granted powers, and number three, essential and indispensable to their declared objects and purposes. What this essentially means is if they want to do something, they have to find a statute that says that they can do it. I had a bunch of these cases where the lawyers would say, well, nothing prohibits us from doing this. That's looking at, looking at it in a completely backwards way. That's not the question you need to ask. The question, is what's, the question is not what prohibits us from doing this. The question instead is what allows you to do it. And under this framework, cities, towns, school districts cannot add to their authority, nor, nor can they reduce it. But they can't add to something. They can't add to the authority that the statute provides them. They can't enlarge it and increase it. What it says is what they can do, period. These limitations are strictly construed against a municipalities. In other words, if there's any doubt regarding whether they have a certain power, then a court is supposed to resolve that against them. So if there's an issue or a question about whether or not they can exercise certain authority, a court has to conclude that that municipality does not have that authority and it should deny it to them. But instead, we've got judges and courts all over the country doing the complete opposite, and we have a handful of court decisions that have gone the right way on this issue. The authority of a school board is limited to those powers expressly stated in its governing statutes. And in New Hampshire, it could never have been clearer. School districts have various powers and responsibilities in several chapters, RSA 189, 194, 200. None of the provisions in those statutory chapters allowed school districts to enact broad health measures, let alone a requirement that children can wear, had to wear face masks to go to school. The only two sections in the statutes that govern school districts that even addressed, that came close to addressing a school district's powers concerning health and what it had to do in response to the outbreak of an infectious disease were in Chapter 200. And here's what those two statutes say. One of them is called Control and Prevention of Communicable Diseases, Duties of School Nurse. The other one is titled Exclusion from School. The first one basically says that school nurses have to ensure children have up-to-date immunizations and a complete physical exam and report any instances of noncompliance to school administrators. So your kid had to have up-to-date immunizations and an up-to-date physical in order to go to school. That makes sense. No one's ever questioned that. The second one required that a child who exhibits symptoms of a contagion or a hazard to himself or others, like an infectious disease, had to be excluded from the classroom. That obviously also makes sense. 
That's it. That's the end of the line with school districts and what they can do in response to the outbreak of a disease. They can't do anything else. They can't require healthy students to undertake broad health measures, and that's what, was, what, what became rampant throughout this state and all over the country. None of those sections that I just identified permits a school district to pass a mask mandate. If there was such authority, the legislature surely would have included it in those statutes. It never did. But school districts, through their attorneys, repeatedly argued that they have this broad authority to ensure children learn in a safe environment and that that authority was somehow derived from the statutes that govern school districts that concern the safety of school buildings and making sure that those environments were safe. That is absolute abject nonsense. Courts in other states have expressly rejected that reasoning. It's a bunch of baloney. If you think about it, there's something quite different between making sure a school building satisfies the building code and forcing every healthy student to wear a mask on the condition of sitting in a classroom with his or her peers. That is a stark, stark difference. As I've been thinking about this, you know, Sununu, he could have banned school districts from mandating masks. If he had any interest in doing that, he could have done it. His approach to masks in schools was always to allow school districts to adopt their own policies. And he probably believes that that approach was consistent with being a conservative or a libertarian, but it contradicts certain basic tenets of both. Conservatives and libertarians believe in the protection of civil liberties. They believe in governments not intervening in your personal life. And they believe on limiting the size and scope of government. Sununu could have followed his Republican counterparts in Florida, like Ron DeSantis, and Texas, Governor Greg Abbott, and he could have, for example, issued an executive order banning school districts from mandating masks, like DeSantis did, like Abbott did. Or he could have issued an executive order directing the Department of Education to promulgate rules establishing a similar ban. He had the authority to do that. Part 2, Article 41 of the Constitution vests the executive power of the state and the governor. And it states that the governor shall be responsible for the faithful execution of the laws. In requiring children to wear masks, school districts clearly acted outside their authority. They were violating the law. Parents also have a fundamental constitutional right, and I will always insist on this and maintain it. And at least one court, the one in Arkansas, in the Sitton case, agreed with me on this. Parents have a fundamental constitutional right to direct the care and upbringing of their children. And that right includes the right to make health care and medical decisions for their children. Parents' due process rights protect their decisions concerning their children's medical care. Those decisions should be made by parents, not the state. The government has no goddamn right to get in between you and your child. Sununu could have issued an executive order enforcing the limits on school district authority and preserving parents' constitutional rights. He didn't do that because he didn't give a shit. Their announcement on masks is a welcome development for sure. But this sudden reversal, which did not contain any kind of explanation for his hypocrisy, raises more questions than answers. And it makes you wonder, why did we put our kids through this? Why did we put them in harm's way for so long? It's been two goddamn years. Why did we do this? Especially given that the government is now acknowledging that school districts should have never required masks at all. 
I mean, the answer to that has nothing to do with public health data. That's the reasoning. That's the rationale that they that these government officials always give when they back off these policies. Well, the public health data is now demonstrating that we can do this. Well, the cases have come down, et cetera, et cetera. That's never the reason, though. It's simply never the reason. The reason is always politics. 2022 is an election year, and Governor Sununu understands politics way better than he understands the law. That's the unfortunate truth. The governor was in on it. The courts were in on it. No one cared about enforcing the law. Nobody. And lawyers like me, parents, and other individuals challenging and contesting these oppressive COVID measures were labeled crazy. We were labeled irrational. We were called all sorts of names. One would think that the government would welcome the opportunity to demonstrate that these measures were necessary to combat a threat of supposedly overwhelming severity, but that never happened. I've alerted the courts to so many abuses of power, and I did my homework on this stuff, but they never cared. I spent nearly a year and a half litigating the unconstitutional delegation of power in the emergency power statute in New Hampshire. New Hampshire contains one of the broadest emergency power statutes in the country, and judges didn't want to hear about it. I spent months litigating these school, these school district mask mandates and challenging them on various grounds, but no one wanted to listen. The emphasis was always, well, we need to do this because it's a safe and effective thing to do, and that's what the CDC is telling us to do. But now, as you see, all of these blue state leaders walking these measures back, several blue state governors have now rescinded or, or allowed their mask mandates to expire. Mayor Wu in Boston has now rescinded her indoor vaccine mandate. School districts all over the place are rescinding their mask mandates. And now you have the, the state government in New Hampshire finally acknowledging that school districts never had the authority to issue broad health measures like mask mandates. This conclusion should have been reached by the courts a long time ago. The biggest problem that I see with the way the courts have handled these issues is that these strained efforts to uphold the government's COVID measures isn't that parents and other citizens have been unable to use the legal remedies that they have available to strike these measures or to challenge them in some way. Rather, it's that these court decisions will be used and cited endlessly which is in turn is going to confuse honest jurisprudence. It's a travesty what's happened over the last two years. It's a travesty how much and how extensively these governments have overreached. It is an absolute travesty how many changes state and local governments have implemented that have usurped people's rights, that have taken away things from people, that have dramatically changed public education. This is an, an absolute travesty. And the Sununu administration's stunning reversal on mask mandates is a perfect example of that. Thank you for listening to the Law of Hope podcast. It was a short one today, but I wanted to get that out. Make sure to join our Facebook group if you haven't already. Please also follow us on Instagram at Law of Foho and Twitter. Law of Foho is our handle. Please also show us some love on Apple Podcasts by leaving us a review there. Then stay tuned for next time. We will continue to cover the topics from today and others as the news develops. Thank you and see you next time.